Welcome to the Black Gentleman's Club, where we have candid conversations about challenges that black men face and how we overcome them. This club is a place for us as men to congregate and share our thoughts, emotions, and failures and success. Right now, what I want you to do is subscribe, follow, share on, share this podcast on all platforms with your friends, sons, fathers, dads, uncles, granddads, whoever, anybody you know that's a male that might need this help. Please subscribe and share this with them. All right. So first, we'll introduce our introduce our host today. So we have Matt. What's happening? We have my man Loki. Back again. What's up, y'all? Yeah. Then you have me, my, myself, Cordero. All right. So look, for us to become men, we are striving to be. We must acknowledge and address. Uh, that the obstacles that that are preventing us from achieving that desired state. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about bridging the gap, the disconnect between men and women. I think that's major. So what we're going to do is this. We're going to have a recap about about the follow-up, about what we talked about last week. Was it last week? Maybe the week before. I don't know. I can't remember. But the last episode, we're going to talk about that last episode as far as about setting the tone. Jeez, that was heavy one, bro. That was that was heavy. Setting the tone. Um, so we gave y'all homework starting off, right? Um, setting the tone. We we told you we was gonna do it. Anything we put on the show, we're gonna make sure that um if we asking the review, we're gonna do it ourselves. So the first thing we wanted y'all to do was check a book we called Battle Cry, Waging and Winning the War Within by Jason Wilson. So um on social media or what or wherever you're at, just like comment, put a like up. If you actually got to read some of that book and did you share it with any of your male figures um, in the community with you? So definitely uh, comment and uh, let us know if you got a hold of that book and was able to share it. And uh, for our Gentlemen's Club, uh, have any of you guys uh, had time to get into it as well? Yeah, so for me, I read the book. Um, <laughs> I read the book. The book is actually really good. If you haven't read the book, you can also go to, follow him on YouTube. Um, the guy, Jason Wilson, you can follow him on YouTube. But I read it, but I also shared it with a couple of my soldiers. I gave it to them for them to read because I want them to be better just like I'm trying to be. So I gave that to them to actually check out. When my son get a little older, I'm going to have him read it too. But right now he's not able to comprehend that piece. I'm going to wait till he get a little older and have him read that. What's it ranking your book lineup? Like, is this one of these must-read Malcolm X type books or how do you stack it against the rest? It's hard, man. I, I don't really... I put them in categories. So for me, like for for me, that one right there was a really beneficial book when it comes down to being self-aware. So I'll take that one. I'll read that one first. If I'm like a young man that's trying to figure things out, I'll read that one first to kind of understand that self-awareness piece to know who you are and how to like not let things affect you as much because you don't control those things. You can control only you. True. And so speaking of like self-awareness, our host, um, Mac, he uh, was taking time to make sure his relationship and his tone and, and setting that his house was good. So that's why he wasn't with us last week. But I think it's, it, it happens in a whole bunch of different ways. But um, even with that, how were you able to set the tone in your in your household? Did it change with you taking some time out to spend with your uh, partner? Uh, honestly, yeah, it, it definitely took time out because it's all about the balance that you're trying to that you're trying to achieve. So. For me personally, setting the tone with my family was showing them something different. You know, literally, I'm going to show you something that you can achieve if you want to. But it's always there. So I guess, you know, just having a time with the family and being able to not stress about money, but also have time to just do whatever we want as a family. Like, I thought that was good for them to see. And everybody need a break here and there. So, you know, you got to have a fun work type of balance. So oh, yeah. that's how I set the tone this time. It was straight though. All right, so good. so we're gonna go hit a little deep dive real quick. So we're talking about bridging the gap, the distance between men and women. So one thing I went when I went to go check out was about the definition of relationships because relationships is the center and the core of what we're. It's kind of what we're talking about a little bit, but it's not only relationships. But when I say that, I'm talking. About, I'm not just talking about dating or marriage. I'm talking about also between your friends or whoever. So the word relationship, right? It's a Latin word. The root of it, relations, is a Latin term from the 1300s that means connection or correspondence. It's a noun. However, the root word, the suffix, not the root word, but the suffix of it, ship, is an Old English word. It has two. One is an Old English. The other part is a Proto-Germanic. So the Old English one is quality or condition, act, power, or skill. 
But the proto-Germanic one is one we use now, which means the state or condition of being. So when you put it together, relationship is pretty much the connection and that condition of that being or the condition of that connection, if you understand what it means. So that's what that word relationship actually means. And I think a lot of people get that twisted. How do you feel Mm -hmm. about that? Are you asking me or Loki? Well, whoever, whichever one of y'all. No, I, I think I mean it makes it makes sense. I mean, I mean generally that is what relationship is. It's the connection that you build, the energy that you bring, uh, and how it can corresponds with everybody else around you and the people you're dealing with. So you definitely got to have uh, a, a solid connection, and you know, in time it it, it becomes stronger, you know, it, or or weaker depending on what happens with you and that person. However, you you know correspond. Sometimes it ain't always good energy, you know? Yeah. What you feel about that, Loki? Uh, so to build connection, I think it's all about communication, which is what we've been learning about a lot. Uh, I think the communication part is the biggest part that I've learned about relationship. Man, Simply amazing. because everybody could want the same thing, but not know how, as a team, we're getting to that destination. So a lot of times we'd be working double. And, and actually working against our partners to get to the same goal. So Ooh, communication. What, what he said. So what? We're, about, we're gonna dive into that in a minute. What you said. We're gonna, yeah. that's, that's gonna come up in a minute. So I, when I was when I was doing some more research, I read this um, this article. Actually, it's a research paper from this dude named Charles Johnson. Um, not Charles, but Christopher Johnson. Sorry, correction. He did a um, a study for the University of South Carolina about. It says, Words of Love, Portrayals of African-American Romantic Relationships is the study he did. It was in 2012. Mm-hmm. However, he had a part in there that says, the media has the power to create depictions of people and situations that are interpretations of the real world. These images carry with them messages that sometimes modify or exaggerate reality and therefore create beliefs that can have a tremendous impact on people's perception of the world and, and those in it. Consequently, some groups are given unfair representations. So when, when he um, said that, it made me think about um, how social media and how a lot of things have been ki- kind of, uh, like I said, changing the, like you said, the perception or the way that we see certain things, especially with mm-hmm. with men and how a lot of women are now being showing showing their bodies, um, you know, talking more, you know, hypersexualized, which is, you know, I ain't saying that you, you can't because you have the right to do mm-hmm. what you want to do with your body, but you know, you can't determine the the type of reaction that you get back yeah. from what you're putting out. And so, you know, that's what that kind of made me think of. And it, and it kind of puts a bad light on us as people to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And it makes sometimes the the men might might feel intimidated or might feel like they cannot go and just, you know, approach these approach these women or mm-hmm. they cannot uh, try to lead these women or even lead our own families. Mm. That's so, real. Uh, I like referencing back and, and fellas, make sure you check the chat uh, for the additional notes. Um, but I think I want to make sure we reference the title of this episode of Bridging the Gap. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it's important to realize that to bridge the gap, we already created separation or it was created for us. And we just got to remember where that root of the separation started, which might have been, you know, 400 years back or it could just be this new, uh, I guess, woke shift that's happening where a lot of things that our community is asked for is occurring, but we don't know the repercussions of it. So I uh, like that article is saying just the switch of women being in the, uh, in the workplace in a different role. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even their presence in the household is different. A lot of times this is the first time in our generation or, and from what I know, America, that the roles are starting to switch like this. So we're kind of the test dummies for this whole era. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's real. That's real. So, um, how do you feel about the statement, Mac? And then, what do you like? What can we do to change the narratives? This that that narrative as black men. What do you think? I mean, honestly, bro, I, I, uh, I, I personally feel like people are too judgmental in the first place. Okay. Um, we 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 so critical about everything that's going on in the world and what's happening and and, and how it happens. It's like some of the stuff we don't even notice that you know, like we're the cause of certain mm-hmm. problems. So, um. It's so easy to get what the media says as the whole picture and think that that's it. Yeah. But then there's so much more you got to look at. 
In other words, all I'm trying to say is that there's a lot more to look at than when somebody tells you one thing. I live by actions. I live by seeing the people that are genuine in my life and and, and working with them and dealing with them and, and even those that are not genuine. So it allows me to kind of, you know, understand the shift because I've seen women that should be in, in major power seats that aren't, mm-hmm. but they have great, like, interpersonal skills and stuff like this. They do stuff better than we do, but, like, Sometimes it's just not the opportunity. You don't know what their circumstances were. It's just so much about it. So me personally, I welcome the shift because, yeah, we are test dummies. But <laughs> in this world, in this life, we're test dummies every day. <laughs> like real talk. But yeah. it's a part of the process. And it's that's growth. And that's what we're learning. That's what we're seeing. So we just have to kind of mold and go grow with it, be adaptable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's some things that I was looking at. Um one thing that kind of made me think about it was like wants and needs because in his in his um article he also had like a a chart that he that he made that kind of depicts the characteristics of a healthy healthy romantic relationship. So, I don't want to mm-hmm. go into that chart yet, but however, I'm going to bring it up in a minute. But the wants and needs, so I think the values are what people value in relationships or marriage or within or even within their own um if you're dating whatever our friendships could be different. Um, what are some things that, that that you think that as men that we we value or that you value as a man for yours for your relationship? Yes. Uh, for my relationship, I value honestly, loyalty, and true communication. Like real talk, I can. It's it's so much in this world that I cannot control, and I can't control another person. Mm-hmm. I can't control what you feel and how you feel. So honestly. Be honest with me and talk to me and communicate and let me know what you feel. That makes it so much easier for me to be loyal to you and for you for me to expect you to be loyal back. But even then, I don't expect that from too many people. But loyalty is definitely one of those that if you get, you got to hold on to. But what is loyalty? Because loyalty is hard to find. Loyalty, honestly, is somebody that's just that, that is going to be there through thick and thin. They're, they're not going to be that to save your ass and 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 get you out of jail when you do stupid shit all the time. They're going to be somebody that's going to be there to tell you the truth, keep it 100 with you and ride with you no matter what you go through. But they're going to be honest about the situation and let you know you fucked up. You got to do this. I can help you, but you got to figure this out. Yeah, you I know? think a lot of people get that that word messed up. The word loyalty. Yeah. I think they like they want you to be loyal to them and not you actually um like I said, not being loyal to the situation or the yeah, relationship yeah, because yeah. The re- being loyal to a relationship is different than somebody being loyal to you because the mm-hmm. whole denominator is that relationship. is what you all have together. So if you're trying to be loyal to just that person, it makes no sense because you're going to be a yes man. You're going to be, you're going to always mm-hmm. try to do things to please them versus do things that can either help mm-hmm. them or guide them because not everybody needs to be pleased, but sometimes we need direction because we all mess up. We all make mistakes. You know, we all, right. you know, so, so that, that, that part of loyalty, I think when people say loyalty, it's a very mm-hmm. thin line of what that I means. I think it's that thing with that that blood and water type of deal. You know how yeah. they say family. Like, you can't choose family, but family will screw you over. So, you know, let's just be real. But, like, it's more about the connection, the relationship that you build with somebody that helps empower that loyalty that you have. What, what, what about you, Loki? What is it that, like, that you value for your marriage or for your relationship? Well, I'm going to piggyback off your last topic. You was just on, mm-hmm. I think. You could be loyal to a fault, but you got to know wh- wh- where the road ends. Like, because a lot of people loyal is not getting out of prison. A lot of people loyal is dead mm-hmm. and just getting, you know, kickbacks to their family, but they're not here no more. So, um, even relationship wise, you got to still use your mind. Like, be logical about your loyalty. And mm-hmm. no I think even bigger, like I said, back to communication, you got to be able to communicate your loyalty and how it looks to your partner so they don't think you disrespecting them they don't think that you being shady it's just like you gotta protect the castle and sometimes it don't look the same way for your partner but um Mm. for me i think values man and honestly this is huge because even we you know we've had behind the scenes conversations for years now as, as a group I think my values have changed in a sense mm. because some things I never even knew were valuable to me. But uh, <laughs> hey, shit, man. Hey, you said it, man. I know what you're going through because no, I went through the same thing. 
because you know sometimes you know you value respect a lot like me i value respect mm. but sometimes you know oh, yeah, certain values know. can can always go above the other you know sometimes like for mm. me respect is a big one for me but at the same time because the reason why respect is a big one for me because i'm going to respect you too which means i'm going to be honest i'm going to be open i'm going to you know be transparent but at the same time i'm going to also not try to do anything that can diminish you Mm-hmm. So, um, and even, even when it comes down to, to, to roles in the household, um, with roles in the household, because outside the house, we, we're, we have, we're our own person outside the house, but inside the house, there's an order because we're an, we're an organization, we're an organism. So there is a structure and mm-hmm. there is an order inside of this house because without it, there'd be chaos. Not, not, not saying that my partner is less than, less than me, nothing like that. We're keyword partners. Mm-hmm. My spouse is my partner, so we're mm-hmm. equal. We're 100 100. We put in 100 100. Because mm-hmm. my strength sometimes are, is her weakness, just like her weaknesses or her strength sometimes is my weakness. So mm-hmm. we balance each other out. It's never um, one is better than the other. So for me, yeah. the value piece for me is, 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 you know, growth and respect for me. It's always growth and respect and just being open. Mm-hmm. You know? The communication piece. If you're not talking to me, not saying anything to me, then how do I know what's wrong or, or what needs to be fixed? Mm-hmm. You know, you're assuming that things need to be done, and you think that I know because I I'm watching. I might be watching, mm-hmm. but I'm not that attentive to where I know every little detail of what you need done. Mm-hmm. Just like if I if, if I'm looking at you like Yo. about that, you said what? I seen a post about that. Uh, I think I shared it recently to the group, and uh, this is. Uh, a speaker, a woman was saying that we have to stop assuming that our partners can read our minds. And because even like I said, for me, coming into a relationship years ago, I had a whole lot of different expectations and wants and needs. And now it really has shifted. So if I'm expecting my partner to read my mind, she's going to act off of what she previously knew. Correct. And mm. I think that, that goes with tasks like chores, that goes with, you know, uh, financial goals, whatever, spiritual goals. And I think for me, I I need growth, like a growth factor for my relationship to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I need, I think, communication, honesty. I think really the biggest thing is I just want somebody's gonna keep trying. Mm-hmm. Like as that's, long as you want to keep working, being resilient. Then, and sometimes that helps me when I get down. I'm like, man, I'm throwing in the towel. If I see my partner, like, man, come on, like, yeah, it's tough, but we gonna mm-hmm. we gonna get through it. So now I'm back. Yep, that's, that's, that's what I'm think saying. That's a big thing for me. That's exactly what I'm saying about being that being that that balance, being that strength to my weakness, or my or your, or you know, I'm your strength to your weakness. Having that, the knowing knowing that because like I know my wife, like she's not she's not she's not outspoken like I am. She's the mm-hmm. total opposite of me. But mm-hmm. then it's things that she see or things that she do that I just appreciate because that's who she is, and I don't take I don't take it for granted. I'm very grateful. I don't take any any of that for granted because if I did, then it would diminish who she is, which then would mm-hmm. then for me, it would then make me look at her totally different. Hmm, which that would diminish you know, who you are, too. It, it would diminish me because it also diminish our household. Mm-hmm. Because now our house is mm-hmm. chaos. You know, else, you know what else is real? I've been thinking about, like, a lot. I think the past maybe 10 years, we messed ourselves up a lot because we make ourselves, like, you know, everybody's like, you a Captain Saber Ho or you a duck mm-hmm. for doing something. But I think it is true if you're doing that just for any woman. But for some reason, that's been implanted in our minds that we done made it almost even for our wives or our, our significant other. We mm-hmm. don't save them no more. Like, we don't. I think that's why women have been, like, changing the roles and the dynamic because they're like, well, these dudes ain't standing up for me. They ain't, they ain't going to speak and vouch for me and protect me, so I'm going to protect myself. So mm-hmm. I think um, it's important for us to start shifting that back to if that's yours and that's who you claim. And it could be little things, but... Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that you, that they know it could be a family member that's speaking on their name out of line, and you like, yo, 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 yeah, you gotta jump in she's there, doing and the thing. That. You, you don't need to speak on that, and and think I think those little things like that is what starts putting that. Um, you say you want respect, you say you want all this stuff that comes with being a leader and a man, but are you doing these little things, these little actions throughout the week and day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you said, man. Like, I'm be honest. Like, that's the reason why I like the whole thing about the roles and responsibility in the household. They talk about mm-hmm. traditional, you know, traditionalism as well as modernism. It's a big issue going on now with people talking about. Well, mainly a majority of the women right now want to be more modern and have um, be the ones leading the family. I'm not saying there's anything yeah. wrong with that. However, can you bear that responsibility? Mm. Is the question. See, 
It's mm-hmm. heavy now. I'm not. I'm not but saying. You... I'm not saying that women cannot. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, can you better responsibility? Because once again, I was raised in single fa- single parent household. My mom, she had to better responsibility. She didn't want to, but she had to. Mm-hmm. And she was still searching for a husband. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then when she finally got married, she let him do that. Mm-hmm. And she relied on more of nurturing and doing the other stuff. So, you know, but once again, because that's my mom was from the old school, from when she, you know, they had a lot of two parent households. They they wanted to be close together because due to segregation, due to the racism, they, they was more close knit compared to how we are now. More more of us are more separated than we are close knit because we have we have this so called freedom to choose certain things that we tend to, you know, separate for our, from our own and not, and not hold some of those values of being a family and having that dynamic, you know? Hey, look, I'm sorry. We don't spoke on so much, bro. There's so many notes that I just want to be like, I got to get this. got to get this. <laughs> Do one. you think? <laughs> but like, but like, um, I, I want to speak on one thing that this is, it's always a, a yin and yang, right? It's always a balance. Right. And, and I feel like you said something earlier about a hundred percent and a hundred percent and, and both giving a hundred percent. And I, what I don't think people understand is that even though both are giving a hundred percent, it's an overall total that you're still trying to get to. It's like an average, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes my hundred percent is only going to get us 70% of that average. And then her 30% might get us the other, you know, to, to get us to that hundred percent. And sometimes it's going to switch. And, and, and that's where we got to understand it's, it's about a team effort. It's not yeah. about can you be a one man army and support, support your whole family? Because, yes, anybody could do it if they were determined enough to make it happen and they had somebody they're doing it for. But the reality behind it is you got to work together. Correct. So you got to work together. And that's just what it is. Stop judging each other. Stop miscommunicating. If you ain't working together, you just making it worse. But uh, where are we? Yeah, so, you know, so I was talking about the traditional piece, right? So with the traditional piece, for me, you know, being a Christian, you know, in my household, it's, you know, it's God and God first. And then after God, you know, it's husband, wife, children. However, it's not saying that my wife is below me or my children is below me, but my children are definitely not equal to me and my wife because they do not know. Mm-hmm. However, in there it says that I must love my wife like Christ loved the church. So which means I must love her, also guide her in the right direction too and help her and teach her. But how can I do that if I don't know? Yeah. That's the reason why um, we're doing these types of podcasts. We're going to be talking about these things because we all have been misguided and we all do not know, you know, how to lead or how to um, be that husband for, for our wives or, for, you know, for our partners. So for me, you know, it's back, back to reading, getting the information, gaining that knowledge and now being able to apply it, which is now wisdom. And understanding, being able to apply that knowledge is that wisdom and understanding. So now that I'm learning and I'm reading it, and I'm trying to now not be as selfish because I I don't want to be the selfish person. I want to be the selfless person and be able to give, 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 give. Because if I'm giving and she's giving, then everybody's happy. So I'm yeah. trying to give, so give, you, give. You say you you acting more in a modern or traditional way now? No, it's still traditional. If according to biblical sense, it's still traditional. But if you're going off mm-hmm. of like. 1700s, 1800s, early 1900s, that tradition is a little bit different. That's more of a, of, of a misogynistic viewpoint to where women are not able to do anything. You're not entitled to, to work. You have no say in anything in this house. I don't even really care about your opinion. You know, and that's not what it's meant to be like. like. It's like having an advisor to a company, to a CEO. Every CEO does, yeah. they do, they're the face of the, of the business, which means they bear the responsibility of the failures and the success. However, they do have advisors. They do have a board. So my wife Everybody is that, my wife that. is that person too, because if, she, if, my, if somebody come in this house and start trying to rob us, who they going to be in, be in the front? My ass. <laughs> she's not going to, she's not going to jump up there and be like, oh, it's me. No, I'm going to be the one that's, she's going to look at me like, hey, what we doing? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm so, saying? so I kind of want to I want to kind of look at something, too. So I feel like what we're doing right now is pretty important. It's kind of like we're going to rewrite the blueprint for what the standard is for like being, at least in our perspective, a, a, the leader of the house, mm-hmm. um, the head of the house. 
I think really the first thing I want to do is categorize the people, the listeners, like, because this might not be for everybody. If if you're listening and this just don't sound right, then maybe you need to find your own lane. It's not the only way. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about it, like, what, like, if I was to describe 2022, 2023, 2024 going forward, what, is, what does it look like? Like, what is, what is what you would consider the first thing that, that a, uh, a household leader is going to do? Like, are you opening doors for your wife still? Are you, are you, um, cooking, cooking, cleaning, making the bed, you know, how do you show affection to your kids? Like, what is the kind of structure that you think? Let's do like maybe one or two things each to, right. to, to what you think that we would be doing. So uh, me first, uh, if my thing is figuring out what makes the team work because the, I think this is just a generalized, uh, like it captures everything because if I know what my wife is doing and what she's good at, then I know what things she's probably not good at that I could help with. And I just fill in the spaces. Right. So that's me just figuring out teamwork. But the next thing is making sure that I bring something to the table to provide first. Now, I mean, it could be money. It it could be emotion. it, It could be whatever, but me personally, I'm trying to bring the whole package. So I want to make sure I provide in some fashion of the way, facet of the way, and, and and meet her halfway. I ain't trying to do everything by myself because by all means, that's just stupid. So if you don't have to. But that's what I would do. All right. So, so for me, um, the first thing first for me is like you said, sit down with my wife. But the first thing we're going to do is discuss our vision going mm-hmm. forward. For our family, we always do this. We do a um, vision board typically yearly. We all four of us, me, my wife, and my two kids, we do that. So we can, you know, know what each everybody's trying to accomplish, and then what our end goal is. We even have a five year plan as far as to figure out, hey, where do we want to be in the next five years, and how we can get there. Because then only there can we drive the family to that direction. Mm-hmm. But now we have that, and we in agreement because now me and her and are in agreement of this. Then I. <laughs> have to step up and, and take charge and do the things that need to be done to make mm-hmm. sure that that happens. And what she does is also, she manages pretty much, she helps with getting the kids situated. I, we, we flip, flop, flip, flop back and forth, but the kids will go to her before they come to me for, for a lot of things, because once again, she's the nurturer. So they'll go to her before they come to me. So us communicating about the issues or things that was going on and our daily routines, you know, because when she's lacking, I got to step up just like when I'm lacking, she steps up. So mm-hmm. that's the thing that we do. That's the two things that I think going forward for us that we typically do. That's dope. Um, so I think for me, off the top, because I think a lot of us skip through it in the dating phase. First, I would try and identify my flaws and weaknesses, and, like where I need help. So that therapy side, I would want to do that first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then number two, I'll probably do kind of took mine with the uh the goal like because we even as humans and partners we got different goals like i might not need a hundred million dollar mansion yeah. i could be cool with the one you know so the goals will help us direct i think that's a huge piece actually because it kind of lets you know where you're going to fit in so if your partner wants to keep going you can a make it happen for that person or you're going to be taking the back seat as she keeps or he keeps achieving that goal so um I don't know. I'm 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 pretty uh modern. Well, I don't mind. <laughs> my wife don't got to cook for me every day. Nah, she ain't she gotta do nothing. My, that. Um, mm. I, I'm cool with sharing the chores. I'm cool. With, definitely, I think more men should be excited to be in the kids' life. It shouldn't be just a, a woman thing anymore. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Like I said, um, it's a bad thing either way. I think certain things are. I don't think chores are, are gender specific, or you know gender specific. I don't think certain no duties more. are gender gender specific when it comes down to um, what can be done. Now. like me, I cook more than my wife. I'm mm-hmm. I, I, like she tell you when I cook, it's, it? hey, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> y'all seen that's some... a good one. <laughs> that's up? a good example, bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, no, go ahead. I, do you I, think that's a good example? No, it's a great example because it's not gender specific, like you're saying, but like. That's not a traditional role for a man. Right. Yeah. It's, you it's know what I'm yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Unless like. Unless you're grilling. 
Oh yeah, you know I, I get the grill, but 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 hey, but when that's I'm in the kitchen, it's a different ball game too. You know, it's a hey, it's, it's Chef Homeboy RD. You know, I'm out there <laughs> chopping it up. You know, cutting yeah. up tomatoes, fruit and vegetables, and potatoes. You know, <laughs> you know, <what> <laughs> kind of that's an R. Kelly joint right there. But you know, I'm oh, saying that, that's why I cut it up. But one, one one thing I've been noticing too is I think for us to to address the youth, the people that's listening, and those you know younger than us, is when they're dating. Because mm-hmm. when they're dating, this is the prime time to get to know the person. You don't have to rush to to sleep with them. You ain't got to rush to, you know, rush anything. Take your time, even for the women. If you're any women listening, make sure you're taking your time and doing your due diligence. Just because somebody's having something that you may not like, is can you tolerate that over a period of time? Because it's something about you that that other person might not like. Mm-hmm. You know, just having that understanding of, like, if anything, get understanding of each other. Get a chance to mm-hmm. get to know and understand each other. What makes make somebody tick? You ain't got to move in with the person. You ain't got to do none of that. Just get to know them. Take them on dates. There's nothing wrong with going on dates. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with just going to meet up for happy hour. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Have a good time, but just make sure you're actually communicating and talking about things that's worth something that you really want to do for the future versus talking about, well, what kind of car you drive or, you know, what, what do you work at? It's cool. You can find out where they work at. But mm-hmm. all that superficial shit don't mean nothing if, exactly. you know, it don't mean shit. Superficial shit mm-hmm. don't mean anything. You got to know, know what the person's morals, values, you know, ethics are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of that, though, I just heard a um, pretty decent little um, podcast where they say you got to separate the past, the present, and then the future. Because a lot of times we use the future for a potential of what our partner can accumulate to. Um, then the past is stuff that we cannot change, but we still hold over them. So it's like, can you look at your partner and accept everything they are right now, regardless of where they're at? So he's just starting to practice that. And then also start practicing forgiveness. Like my what wife's been say? saying um, a lot of words that have a forgiving uh, tone to it. And that, it makes me want to start learning how to do it more. Like she's okay with not being right all the time. And it's amazing to feel that. Because like, although it's not about just being right or wrong, but it's like, a person is big enough to say, like, yo, I'm sorry, I could have did better X, Y, and Z. So now I'm like, damn, could mm-hmm. I did better? Could it, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe yeah. I could have looked into something a little bit more. So practice practice forgiveness and yeah. um being speaking vulnerable. It, vocalizing it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I I wanna say something off of it, but bro, that's it. Like forgiveness is the key. Like I'm telling you, and people gotta remember it ain't for you, it ain't for them, it's for you. Like. It allows you to move forward. If you can forgive anybody and accept everybody for who they are, mm-hmm. I think you'll be better in life yourself. So so since we're talking about that, right, I'm going to go mm-hmm. back to that chart. So the chart that the guy did, right, okay. he had he, he has some things about healthy communications, or not healthy communication, but healthy relationships, some characteristics. So one of the first ones he had was honesty and, count- and accountability. It says characters accept responsibility for themselves. They do not make excuses for their partners or for their own actions. The other one he had was open communication. It talked about characters mm-hmm. expresses their feelings or opinions. He or she also says what they mean. Communication is based on clarifying issues, specific feelings, and working together for mutually satisfying solutions. If mm-hmm. one partner does not does something that hurts the other in teamwork. a way, they feel free to talk about it. Keyword, like he said, teamwork. They had another one about negotiations and fairness. It talks about, it says, characters seek mutually satisfying resolutions to conflict. They are willing to find solutions that are agreeable to both people. Both characters acknowledge that their wants and needs are just as valid as the others. When differences come up, the characters try to see the situation from their partner's point of view and tries to work, work them out together. They had another one about shared responsibility. I'm not going to read every one of them. Then he had respect, trust, and support intimacy and then physical affection those are some of the characteristics of a healthy relationship though but in there for example one of them with intimacy it says character respects their partner's boundaries and privacy Mm. everybody has boundaries (laughs) sometimes people you know everybody has privacy like some things like i said i I can't talk to my wife about that i can talk to you all about because Mm -hmm she might get offended or she might feel some way about it because it makes her feel like she's not, she's not doing when she Mm -hmm. is doing, but might be not doing enough. Yeah. You know, so it's things I might talk to y'all about to make sure that, you know, y'all might check me, but like, nah, bro, she's good. She's doing what she needs Mm -hmm. to do. Maybe you looking at it wrong. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you need to have that, have that, have people that you can talk to, whether or not it's in a, you know, your partner's in an intimate way or your friends in an intimate way, mm-hmm. you know, mm. what do y'all think about that? Love you on next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And once again, we're going to keep, keep with the chat so we can uh, keep adding our little points in there. But, uh, and also we're, we're going to also start working on trying to get these, uh, these charts and stuff, maybe screenshot it or upload it to our social medias. So y'all can follow along because Mr. Yeah, Cordero will be dropping some gems. And I know sometimes y'all are visual <laughs> learners and y'all not going to take notes on the on the verbal, but uh, we'll, we'll try and get some uh, some visual points up there for you as well. But um, yeah, following up with what you were saying, mm-hmm. uh, the I space part's tough, man, because you got to be a secure individual sometimes to understand that just because a person's asked for space or a specific way to be cared for doesn't mean that they do not want you doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that they are diminishing their relationship it's just you got to understand that sometimes you know some flowers only need three hours of sunlight if you give them all day sun they're gonna die this man so you gotta you gotta really you gotta really look at what your specific partner needs so you're not suffocating them or or maybe not giving them enough so Mm. i'm I'm learning that piece right now that man out here dropping them You dunking on people out here, man. Hey, like, wow, body, dunking, Kobe. I see it. I see. I see the growth, oh, the man. real talk, bro. I see the growth. That's respect. I ain't got nothing but, but, but respect for you. But uh, on some real shit, mm-hmm. um, I think it just goes back to respecting your partner, respecting her just like she's a person, just like you're a person, just like you want respect. And honestly, we have to understand that compromise come with that in a marriage because anytime you bring two people together, there's going to be conflict. But there can be compromise with respect. Yes. And I, when I'm, I'm saying, like, I, I ain't going to lie. This came from, and I keep it short, but, like, this came from me learning how to be a, a leader in the military. Learning how to be a, a, a platoon sergeant that had never done it before with, like, 46 soldiers. And when I tell you it's like herding kids and cattle at the same damn time, it's ridiculous. But it teaches you something because you learn to respect all these grown adults and and literally guide them as if they were your kids, but also treating them as if they're your peers and Mm -hmm. and subordinate. It's it's crazy. It's like a balance that you gain, but it's really based off of respect. And when you learn to take that home, that's one thing I would say take home from work with you because you learn to respect your family the same way your kids are people. Your wife is a person like it just it helps with the the cohesion, but you still got to be the top, you know, if, if it come down to it. I remember uh, we had a conversation the other day about trust. Remember, remember that? Mm. So I think some of this also dealing some of the reason for this gap is trust. Absolutely. Um, and I say that because I've experienced that myself. Um, I know other people probably have, too, as well, but. I had an insecurity issue because of trust mm. before I got married. And that insecurity issue was because, um, you know, you know, how, you know, how you feel like there's always competition, right? Mm-hmm. But you always, but you feeling like, okay, well, maybe they with this person, they with that person because they're not hitting you back. They're not doing this and that, you know, you got, you're trying to figure out, Hey, where you at? Where you going? Who you with? Mm. Like, Sometimes, like bro, you like you said, you can't control somebody, so you can only trust them until that trust is broken. And trust mm-hmm. them. When you say you trust somebody, it means you have no doubt. It's, there's no oh. doubt, none. You gotta be truthful with yourself. There's on that, none. Huh? There's no no doubt. Zero. Not yeah. Not zero point zero zero one, but zero percent. There's no doubt. But the thing with trust, though, I think trust is also earned. It's not just given right away. Yeah, and, and it, I think trust is earned man. through through the way we use loyalty, like you said, with loyalty. That loyalty and that respect piece and that communication, then you begin to have that trust. Mm-hmm. And when people say, "Oh, I trust you," I'm like, "Yo, you don't trust me, motherfucker." Like I know that. Like you can't tell me you trust me. I just met you. You don't trust me like that. I have to show mm-hmm. you that I'm trustworthy. Right. You know, I have to show you. I that like looking I'm, at I'm like credit, man. Yo, it's credit. It's, it's like, like you said. It's really like a know, credit score. You can overuse it. For real. You can underuse it. You can you can wind up dropping that shit. <laughs> like. You know your balance can be you can de- get declined. Your trust can get declined too. Right. Mm-hmm. So but don't don't think you can't can't build it back up. That's why I've I've learned too. Like most people are gonna mess up at some place. Um, 
And it's going to be a bad little situation for a little while, but you can build it back up. It's just got to be consistent. Yeah, but I think I think with that's that trust piece, that that support comes with it after a while, because now right, right, now right, with sure. whoever who's you dating or your spouse or your wife, whatever you know, or your girlfriend, whoever okay. whoever you're dating, I think from that piece, once you build that trust, now that support becomes that support comes in, and also that ability to, for them to let you lead, mm. you know, know comes. Facts with hey with that that actually leads to uh, the Black Gentleman Club book assignment for this week, so. All right, so here's the book, um, and this is the assignment. So read Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Eggrich. Is that right? Eggrich? All right. Uh, stay married. Oh, hold on. What's that? <laughs> okay, so it's two of them. It's two of them. Y'all caught me off guard. All right. Stay married, a couple's devotional by Michelle Patterson. All right. So again, there's Who, love and respect. Who's supposed to read this book? Who's reading this book? Huh? Who's What's everybody everybody? Now it's for everybody, man. Nice for everybody, man. Everybody read that book, you know. Check it out. I've actually had both of those books. He's got all the books. No, I have yeah, I have man. both. I have literally both of those books. The stay hashtag stay married one is a blue, it's like a light blue book. To be honest with you, I got that too late. I wish I had that book early on in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I okay. got that book too late. I got that book two years ago. Okay. I'm now married for 11 years. I got that book two years ago. Can you give me a like what it's about? Just a brief one. So it goes into before you even even say I do. Okay. So when you're actually dating, it talks about the dating phases, how to actually communicate and what you need to talk about with your with your um with your partner or your whoever you're dating, right? But the thing Mm -hmm. with the book is that it's supposed to be done together with whoever you're with. Gotcha. And it has okay. it's like a daily thing you do, so you can go through it daily. It has like assignments in there for you to be able to do as well. It's actually a really good. Okay. It's it's a really great book. And then love and respect. So you suggest? Hmm? Oh my bad. Go ahead. You said what now? So you suggest that they read it together with their spouse, girlfriend, or partner. I you recommend them reading the opposite gender point of view of love and respect. Is yeah. Yeah, man. I, okay. I would I would do that because I know with us we read love and respect. Uh, I read it from the wife's point of view when she like they have like mm. it kind of like gives both sides. Okay. So we read that, I like that. from from the, like my wife's from the wife's point of view, and then the um, my wife she read it from the from the husband's point of view, the guy that wrote the book. Hmm. So it kind of gives okay. you. It made me realize, you know, certain things like, oh, you know, maybe I could do this instead. This is probably how she's feeling. You okay. Know? If y'all I think there's it. too much, it ain't too much because y'all can spend a whole. 12 hours on Netflix watching seasons. Put a little Bridgerton. work into yourself, man. Bridgerton. You know what I'm saying? For real. Lady whistle down. I do watch my seasons too, but it's just with balance. That's what we've been saying all episode is balance. So take a couple, you know, hour, maybe a day, just read a chapter or two. Yeah. I say read it every bedtime. Like you said, read it at bedtime or before you about to go to sleep so you can have a discussion with your spouse or your girlfriend or your husband, boyfriend, whoever you with. Just you know, yeah. facts. read it with. Hey, them. I got a question for y'all. What's up? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I know y'all, y'all already know I don't like reading, but <laughs> like real talk, <laughs> like real talk though. I had a conversation with somebody because they was like, it's essential. Like you got to read. Yeah, you have and to. He's, he's been giving me all these game and all these facts, so I know he's right, and I know y'all been right about it all, all along. But is it okay if I read one page tonight? <laughs> Is it okay to keep going well, like that, or is that too I'll say, slow? Like I said, start with one page, but I guarantee you, when you open this book, you're gonna keep reading. Okay, so okay, I I respect. Like no, respect. I'm not, I'm not, I'm dead Low serious. Like, mm, I don't know about that. No, one. I'm serious. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like don't don't go past the chapter at a time, because bro, like you you're gonna really read, you're gonna want to keep keep reading. It. Yeah, especially if y'all okay. if you're doing it with your wife or you you know together. Mm-hmm. That can build a healthy discussion too between you and her. No, it does. It helps with it. Cause that's okay. how I got. That's how I like kind of got a chance to to see what my wife was going through. You know how she felt. Man, look. Here's why I think reading these books that we're gonna recommend is so important. Cause y'all want peace, right, in your house. Mm. That's what most men want. That's what most women want. What you say? Y'all want money. Y'all want money. Y'all want <laughs> y'all want peace of mind. Money. This is literally giving you a toolbox. Your tools is getting filled every time you read one of these type of books. Cause you learn it from a whole another relationship, and you're able to apply that immediately like you don't gotta understand everything but you can start applying stuff immediately so for me it's like if i never learn different things that i can never apply it mm-hmm. i can never improve myself yeah so i'm just pretty much saving myself headaches 
I'm giving myself more free time because guess what? My house is good. Well, it's, it's almost good, y'all. But the more I read, the more I structure myself, yeah. improve, the one, more I can just enjoy life. One but, thing hey, I would say is this, man. Go ahead. Discuss and write down what you can do to add value to your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. try to understand your partner and, you know, and what may be their strengths and, and then how those strengths can probably either be your weakness. So I'll say write those okay. things down. Okay, that's get a major. journal and get the books. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> that's no, that's hey, just, hey, but you got to remember, even after all of this, nothing's perfect, you know? There's no such thing as perfection. Only God is perfection. So, like, it's just know it's some, some give and take. Uh, yeah, buddy. So I do, I got to circle back then since nothing is perfect. Do you think it gets better dating outside of your race? Or do you think standing in your race makes it makes it yeah. better my honest opinion i don't think it's I, I personally don't think it's one way or another i think you're gonna run into shit with no matter who you with like real talk at some point in time it's gonna be some you're not gonna want to deal with something you're not gonna like something you're not gonna love and honestly i just think that that means that person probably wouldn't want for you if it's if it's that big for you and it True. could be any race now we do have some stigmas that are are bound to each race that typically show themselves pretty early in a relationship. <laughs> uh, but that, I think that goes back to what we've been saying with being genuine, communicating, and being honest and loyal. Like those things, are, if you maintain those in any relationship, typically it's going to be reciprocated. But if it's not, that means that probably won't right for you. I got a black yeah. wife, but I don't discriminate. All of them can get it. You feel me? I'm just being real. <laughs> like, it, it, just be real. Y'all can get it. But this is where my heart is. So, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, that makes any sense. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think dating outside the race, it's okay. To me, it's okay. I don't really care either way, as long as you're happy. Mm-hmm. As long as you're happy and you're also providing happiness for the person you're with, I have no issue with it. However, I would definitely love to see more, you know, more black marriages, you know, together. My wife, she's not full black. She's half black. She's black and a native, native, um, Alaska native. So she's half and half. But Oh, she's black. I mean, yeah, she's black, but yeah, <laughs> still, you know, just be honest, she's she's black and Alaska Native. You know how it go. Yeah, you got but, any part of black in you black. Yeah, pretty ahead. much. But but I I mean I've dated girls. I've dated girls that was Peruvian, Italian, all types, all t- different types of nationalities and races. But you know, the, now the thing that I, I have is like. the different things I have experienced. So you, get, you got exotic stuff. <laughs> oh, no, I, I have some exotic <laughs> things, but the thing, things things that I do um I do wind up taking from it though is that culturally there are differences. When it comes down mm-hmm. to their their value system when it, in in a relationship, because certain mm-hmm. people are raised differently, um, or they they look at their parents and they use their parents as the bar as the bar, you know, mm-hmm. or their culture cultural norms as the bar. And I mean, when I was dating uh, this Italian chick, I didn't even understand like why she was upset about, you know, me not telling her where I was going. Like, fuck that supposed to be like, why can't tell you where I'm going for? That's <laughs> universal woman. You know, I mean. You know, you you think that, right? But it was more mm-hmm. to to kind of control where I'm going. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I, I, but mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's it's because of that's that's what her you know her family was doing. But mm-hmm. I'm not used to stuff like that, so I don't see any issue with it. Like you said, if if anybody's benefiting from it, if they're both mutually benefiting, then it is what it is, man. How do you feel about Loki? Here go my take. Here go my take. Oh, it might be hot. This is his real rap. This is real rap, bro. I want to hear this. Shit. I want to hear it too about catching the 4K. <laughs> so check it out, man. How I see it, I think most of the, you know, relationships that are um, not not same. Uh, I can't get banned, can we? No, you good, man. Take what you got to say. <laughs> All right. So basically, I think it's mostly ego for most men, uh, especially mm-hmm. like black men. Like, for instance, the biggest talk. That comes up if it's a you know black man with a white woman or a white woman with a black man, mm-hmm. it's always a discussion point. But I feel like personally, I feel like if a black man is healed, which nobody that I know is completely healed and has mm-hmm. been able to understand the whole makeup that the 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 where we at, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody can love a black woman as well as a black man. Damn! But because but because we do have so much building and, and healing to do. If another race can do it better at the moment, mm-hmm. I can't really fault 
because it's no telling when as a community, everybody will be able to get to a place where we're just good. So like, I can't ask a woman or a, a person to wait their whole life for us to get right. Facts. So, if, you know, if it's a white man, that's like, yo, I got my shit together. I know how to treat you. I know how to love you. I know how to protect and provide. Ego wise, I'm like, hell no, you should be with one of us. But if it's mm-hmm. like, that's what she need right now. That's what she needs. Like, that's what she need right now. So. You might not be uh, it right now. You might not get her ass back. Yeah, I mean, you, you might not get it back, but but at the same time, though, like like I said before, I mean, you know, she is she happy? Is she happy? Mm-hmm. You know, if I, like because that's like I look at the black women as our sisters. So, you know, if our sisters happy, they happy. Mm-hmm. If we ain't doing doing mm-hmm. our job, doing our part, like Loki said, then what we mad about? Yeah, I mean, for mm-hmm. some sisters, it ain't even that deep. You just, she just like that man, and that man treated her right. Facts. At the end of the Facts. day, color color was never even the never the issue. I'm but you. in America, color is always a, a topic. Whether you want to look at it, like whether you got your blinders on or not, it's always going to be a topic. Um, in America, at least I don't know about the world, but but you yeah, it, it, is. it is a topic. But I hate <laughs> that the narrative with black women, and black men, is because the black men is too weak to handle a black woman. No, that's where I thought this was going to lead into more because honestly, bro, that keeps happening. I see it happening where divorces are more frequent because a black woman is trying to be as strong as a black man and be better and, and do all these things herself when really it's just working as a team. But at the same time, sometimes we are a little, little chumpish. That's you know, like I like, said before, though, if you, if you mm-hmm. playing on the, on the team, you can't play the center's role. If you're the nope. fucking point guard, play your damn position. So that way the team can function how it's supposed to function. You can't win a championship yeah. with two people playing the same position. You mm-hmm. just can't. You can't. So, you like, gotta be teamwork. If, if no like, once again, if, if we're not playing our position and playing our role, and then they're not st- they're not doing what they're supposed to do, then we're pulling apart. We're making a bigger gap than we are bridging that gap. You Facts. know, until we yeah. get self aware and, and take ownership and look at, hey, our accountability. This is why we're fucking up. This is what we need to do to fix this. Mm-hmm. Within not 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 everybody else, but within ourselves. So each individual mm-hmm. person. What am I doing mm-hmm. wrong? What what can I do to make this better? What did I learn from my last relationship? How can I improve mm-hmm. for the next one? Mm-hmm. Because if you ain't improving, then what's the point? Why are you sitting here entertaining these chicks? But at the same time, women have more power than men when it comes down to anything because they have the vagina. We do everything for the vagina. They're not doing everything for the dick. What if you were gay? If you was gay, then shit, you're doing everything for the dick <laughs> and everything for the vagina. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's the same situation, but whoever yeah, loves no, it more. I got you. you know, you know what? Man. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. So, 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 so y'all they're need to stop lying, bro. So what? Y'all got. We just gotta stop lying on our resumes. True. We be we be saying we over over competent in a lot of areas, and we you know I'm gonna provide and protect you, motherfucker. You no, ain't you never got a check yet. My, my you point is, <laughs> what you, you said. can't protect yourself. What so you I think that's a big part is we know what to say, but I, I don't think we really. Just because we never been through that part of life, we don't really know that we can provide that check because we never even learned how to do it. And that's mm. that's something that I think we got to step back from is just saying we can do all these things because a man never want to say he can't do it, but yeah, I think just being real with ourselves and like, yo, can I? Because re- you know, like, can I really love you how you want to be loved? And if Probably I can't, not. can not I learn right to? Not saying that I, right? But that's got to be discussed like from the jump. Like, yo, I do want to learn to because sometimes you don't even want to learn, but if you don't want to even break yourself down to be able to learn, then that should be like square one talked about, mm. like. Because if you're not going to change, it ain't no this? point really. Ain't no but point. what you what you said is 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 perfect though, because the issue is a lot of people are going to be scared to talk about it because of rejection and the and and the fear of not being liked. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. if I'm a dude, I remember having this issue before. Of like I said, I had trust issues, right? So I remember my girl was like, "Oh, you know, I'm. Do you have any problem with me doing this?" And I was like, "No, I don't have no problem with it. I'm I'm not really that type of person where I get jealous." I was lying mm-hmm. my ass off. The reason why I was lying my ass off because I was scared that if I told her that, then she was gonna just uh-huh. break up with me. It was gonna be over. I ain't wasn't gonna ever get another chance. This is ne- you know mm. it. It was that. It was never like yo, no, I am jealous. This is why I'm jealous. Let me address the pain. Mm-hmm. You know. But, oh yeah. Mm, that's real. But I ain't gonna lie to you because I and, and remember I told y'all a while back. If I say something, I'm trying to stick with it. And that's what I'm gonna do. Good, yeah. bad, ugly, mm-hmm. whatever that means. I've been in that position and. And because I know I said it, and this relate to another situation, but because I know I said it, I make that my my outcome. 
I would not allow myself at that point to be jealous, to be this or to be that. I would do my best in my power to find a way to get past that if possible. Now, you ain't perfect, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you be like, no, nah, it wins. But in most situations, if you really scale it back and you look at the bigger picture, you don't need to be jealous. You yeah. didn't. You didn't need to feel that way. You just gotta get past that hump first, and then you'll allow yourself to grow. But yeah, I, I, I can't. If I say it, I gotta, I gotta stick with it. And I feel like in a relationship, if you start off with somebody, if you tell them, "Hey, this is ground zero. Don't go below that. You gotta stick with it at that point. You gotta become this, this, and that. And if it wasn't good for you, you need to come up on the net and say something. Hey, did you know? I lied. I'm sorry. I fucked up. Okay, accept my responsibility. And let's move forward. Let's fix it. Let's see if we can work out. That part. And also, I think what I've been learning right now is like if a woman's like a reflection, or a mirror of ourselves, mm. I think some of the, the things that we only attribute to them, like jealousy, <laughs> how is it? How they only got jealousy? We ain't got it coming from us if they showing it. How we ain't got insecurity if they showing insecurity. Yeah, we all do. So it's like, but it's Come like, on. I think it's, 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 it's things that we only really like put on women. Like, oh, she, She's gonna be a jealous type, or nah, she's gonna be insecure. It's us too. Like, we ain't jealous, like we don't feel it. We do the same thing. We just cover it differently. Like sometimes we be in the gym trying to lift because we insecure, don't want to get yeah. no dad bought, or we don't want to. Sometimes we be, you know, trying to flex and get this car because insecurities, yeah, whatever it might be, we just show insecurities and jealousies differently than women, but we still got the same stuff. Yeah, we go to the club and get on the couch and throwing money. Same shit. It's the yeah. same shit. Big facts. I ain't throwing. I'm trying, 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 like trying to flex, trying to be somebody we not. It's the same shit, man. We trying to show off for what? Be who you yeah, are. Man. You gotta identify Facts. that in yourself. That's a message. Like, be who you are, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all you can do. Like even in a relationship, bro, you cannot be the other person. You can't do what they do. You gotta do you because it's something about you that brought them to you in the first place. So mm-hmm. be who you are. Live straight, but just know that. You ain't perfect. And there's always room for progression, growth, better yourself. And if both of y'all are doing that, who's going to stop y'all? God is wanting to yeah. see that. In my eyes, that's where I've always been grown to know. God wants to see you guys work together and do better and be better. So, like, deal towards that. Stop being scared so, and in your feelings and shit. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we ain't going to let y'all leave without some homework, right? Ooh. So, this week, um, our call to action is going to be, I want you to write down what you appreciate about your partner for a week. All right. A solid week, write down everything that you appreciate about them. Then leave a comment under the post on Instagram or YouTube and let us know if it was helpful. Also, I think just to put a little extra spice to it, after you write it down, you know, type up a little post on Instagram and Facebook and add them in it. So now you're not just putting it down in your notes, you sharing it with the world that you appreciate these things with them. Guarantee it's going to be, uh, what's that love language? Words of affirmation. Or oh, yeah. yeah. Words it's going to give them a little bit of public you know, display that you noticing these things about it and you're telling the world. So if you want to get a little extra bonus point, also make a post about it. Um, just little things. It might be you what's going to You might get a bonus point going. in the bed, too. Oh, you will get a bonus point. You uh, might. Sometimes it don't work out like that. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. It might not be the same that day, but it's going to come through. All right. Um, yeah. So that's your first call to action is get that post, that appreciation uh, post for your partner and uh, tag us in that too. And then the second thing is we want you to focus on your ability to be transparent and not place the blame on others every day. So make sure that you're aware of where that blame is going. And uh, once again, like, like, like the word that's saying, vulnerable uh, mm. with people around you all right Real so fun. look man we want you to bridge the gap you know with our women our partners gentlemen let's bridge this gap it's not about what you do but how you do it always i'm gonna keep telling you that it's always about what you do it's not about what you do but how you do it mm-hmm. as long as you understand that piece even with your your relationship you can bridge that gap nobody cares about mm-hmm. what you do it's only about how you do it, because how you made them feel, or the end result of it, makes makes more of the difference. But you know, we gotta have you have you you know subscribe, follow, share, comment, like, post everything. 
about this podcast on all platforms with your friends, sons, dads, fathers, cousins, uncles, nephews, whoever. Pass it along to everybody. We want this message to get around because our whole goal is to help gentlemen become better. That's the only way we can do it is by spreading the message and informing each other. Not saying that we're the best things since sliced bread, but we're trying to help resolve some of the issues that we're having as men, as young black men too. Um, so what I want you to do is tune in next episode as we will discuss purpose and vision, the roadmap for success. We're talking about purpose and vision, the roadmap for success next episode. Right now, you know, I thank you all for listening to this conversation in the Black Gentlemen's Club where we have candid conversations about challenges that black men face and how we overcome them. May God grant blessings and peace among you all. We out. Yes, sir.